0: Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillum, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. I'm going to do part two of this podcast, Will the Real Trader Stand Up? But just before I get into it, I'll reacquaint you a little bit about what we talked about in our last podcast. If you haven't listened to it in the last few days. Basically, I was just chatting to about people that I meet all the time or people that uh, ring up on Sky Channel when I'm taking calls on that show and tell me that they're traders. And, And often I find they're actually people that are uneducated or not really traders at all just because they buy and sell. Um, a share from time to time they think they're actually a trader but really in my view they're actually speculators but then that's also personal opinion as well everybody I mean everybody's perception is their reality so if somebody thinks they're a tradable then they are in their eyes whereas what you're comparing that to is on a scale of 1 to 10, you know, if, assuming I'm a 10, where would they be fitting on that scale? And and I'm sure most of you would agree that uh, a lot of people that you meet that are traders wouldn't be able to compare to, you know, my my knowledge and my expertise and my experience. So therefore, they would be way down the, the scale down towards the 1 end rather than the 10 end. But anyway, let's get on to, well, what t- in my opinion, what is a professional trader? And, and to me, uh, or a trader, in my view, is actually a profession, not necessarily a game uh, and a lot of people when they talk about you know investing in the market or buying and selling shares they talk about gambling or they talk about playing in the marketplace you know, anybody who uses the word playing in the share market to me straight away is not a, um, a trader in my book because I don't play in the share market it's something I take quite seriously and it's quite interesting when I do take calls on Sky Channel and you get people come up and I, I say you, know, you were investor or trader and as soon as they tell me they're a trader straight away I know they're not really a trader in my view and in my eyes as soon as I say that they're a trader and the first thing is or why I say that is simply because I don't know any well-educated and experienced trader that will ever ring a program such as the one I'm on on Guy Channel and ask their opinion of somebody else real traders actually don't do that or what I would deem a real trader or a professional trader or somebody who who earns their living out of trading they just don't do that they're very very um self-sufficient people. Uh, traders make up their own mind. They try and block out outside influences and outside opinions. So we do our research. We actually get our research, whether we talk about the fundamental information like EPS and dividend yields and return on investments and all the fundamental data. We also do our technical research. Um, some traders will just do fundamentals, some will do, do technical, some like myself will do both. Um, even though I'm much more heavily weighted to technicals, I do do both. And to me, somebody who's a real trader will do all their research themselves, get all the numbers, do all their have all their strategy themselves, put it all together themselves, and they don't look for outside influence or outside opinions. And straight away, as I said, as soon as they ask me or I ask them, Are you a trader? and they say yes on the show, well, then I think they're not a trader simply because why would they be ringing? They should know already. And it may be a bit of a harsh statement for me to make, but if you're actually looking at buying a share and you don't know what it's going to do in the future, because a trader should know why they're buying, why they're selling, and how to manage the trade. All the way through the trade, and have a have a strategy about all of that. And so, if you're ringing somebody else to ask them what they would do or what they think, then that tells me then you don't have a strategy. Uh, and on Tuesday night, I had a, a I was on Sky Channel again. I had a gentleman on the on the show, who I asked that question to, and I said, Are you a trader? He goes, Yes. He said, I had 50% in blue chip and 50% um, in speculative type stocks, like the one he was asking about. And I said, how did you trade or how do you trade? And he straight away, he answered, um, and that also his inability to come straight out with an answer about how he trades and what he does and how he analyzes a stock, you know, how he has a strategy around all that, all sorts of things that I would expect a trader just to fire at me because they know what they're doing. That told me he didn't have a strategy, he didn't have buy and sell rules. And, and he went on to say that this stock was really a, a, a tip from a friend or somebody like that. And again, that told me that he wasn't really a trader. And I'm not trying to be rude to this gentleman. He's uh, obviously somebody I don't know. And, and it's, I suppose, a faceless person in the crowd. But he's typical of so many people. And, and as I said in my last podcast, about 90, 90 to 99% of people that tell me they're traders are not a trader in my view. So what is a trader, really? So, to me, just to nut it down, I mean, obviously, last, in my last podcast, I said in a simple form, a trader is somebody who buys and sells something for profit. And, and that's what these people actually do. They buy a share, they sell it, try and make a profit. So in a technical point of view, they are traders. But realistically, in my view, as I said, as a, as a skilled trader, they're not even close to being traders simply because they don't have the education or the skill Uh, and they're more what i would call speculators or gamblers in another word but speculators is probably a nicer word to say so as a professional trader it takes two to five years to become a professional trader or a good trader and the reason why is because you've got to get the education education will always come first and you only have to go back over centuries of history and and some of these you know einstein and people like that they always say that you need to have the education first because you need the education to develop the skill and you need to understand strategies and techniques and and build up your skill level because the share market to to not be a gambler or speculator you need to have a written tested trading plan and in your trading plan you need to have rules around buying and selling why are you buying how are you doing it what's your process how many shares are you going to manage how much money have you got what's your position sizing what's your risk on any one trade what happens if you get it wrong and it starts to go the opposite way do you have an exit strategy what's your buy and sell rules what's your money management what's your strategy to manage the trade whilst you're in the trade what's your stop losses what risk are you taking do you have statistics? Do you What's your win-loss ratio out of every 10 trades? How many do you win? How many do you lose? Do you, what profit when you win is what's your average profit? What's your average loss? What's the average length of trade that you have? Although I've just shotgunned you with all those things, that's what a trader thinks about all the time. And if you call yourself a trader, and you didn't understand some of that, what I've talked about, then in my book, you're much more further down to that 1 than the 10. And you need to be closer to the 10 to be a consistently profitable trader. As I said earlier, traders are self-sufficient. They're not necessarily people. I personally would never ring up Sky Channel and ask somebody on there, an expert, what I would, what to do with the trade or what I think a stock's going to do in the future, or, or sorry, what they, th- they think a stock's going to do in the future. Because if I had to do that, that means I doubt my skill level and I doubt my knowledge and I doubt my ability to be the trader or take the trade because I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Uh, and to me, that's counterproductive for a trader because when you're in that trade, or if, let's say this gentleman took that trade on that friend's recommendation, He won't understand how to manage it. So when it's going up or down and doing things that he doesn't necessarily expect, he won't know how to manage it. And that's the worst thing for me is anybody can buy a share. Anybody. You can throw a dart, and I was saying this to a journalist only on Tuesday afternoon. I said, I can give you a paper, a newspaper with all the top 100 shares on it. I can give you a dart, and I can say, okay, give me six stocks to buy and throw the dart six times. And he can give me those. And with my money management and strategy and risk levels and stop losses, I will make money out of that. And if I have one of those stocks that he's picked that goes down, I will exit that stock and say, okay, I've got some more money. Throw the data again. And he can keep picking stocks like that and the portfolio will make money. Guaranteed it. Because of the strategies that I have around the market. Because to me, trading is about what you do not lose that determines how much you make. And there's an old golden rule of trading: is let profits run, cut losses short. And I find the majority of people do exactly the opposite because they trade on fear and greed. And as we know in the market, fear is rampant all the time. And and fear comes from not knowing or not having that skill and uh, that experience. So number one, professional traders have education. I'm not talking about reading a couple of books. I'm not talking about running, going to one of those crappy weekend workshops that these marketeering companies talk to try and sell it really is a proper education would you go to a surgeon that's only done a weekend workshop or read a few books would you even get your car serviced by a mechanic that's read it in a book no and the answer is always no um, when you, you we go to professionals because they do have the education they do have the skill and they do have the experience and that's what to me a professional trader has I'll leave those thoughts with you uh, um, for now and as I said to, to me it's about having the right context and as I said in my last podcast, people either are overconfident or underconfident, and I find a lot of people or speculators are overconfident in, and overestimate their abilities and skills, etc. And they're much more realistic. and And being a man, you know, yes, I I've got an ego as well as any other man, and you know, I do think I'm right all the time. But I'm also smart enough to know that the market will tell me what it's going to do all the time. I can't tell it what it's going to do. And my job is, as a trader, is to see what happens, make a decision. And that's pretty much what trading's about. Um, I'll leave those thoughts with you. If you've got any questions you want to ask us, uh, at the team here at Wealth Within, remember you can send them through to info at wealthwithin.com.au. I look forward to chatting with you on my next podcast. You've been listening to Talking Wealth, and I'm Dale Gillam, the senior analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care.